The ship was coming from Spain, and when George got to the port of call at Amsterdam, he was told the ship was in the English Channel and should be berthing at six o'clock in the evening. Berthing is a term used to describe the docking of a ship. George decided that since he had some free time, he would be able to take a tour of the city. He visited Amstel and some of the places of attraction. Soon it was time to head back to the port. It had been a long day, and his earlier enthusiasm was giving way to anxiety. Had he really made the right choice? It was about six in the evening when George arrived back at the port. At about six-thirty, George saw this gigantic vessel, unlike anything he had seen in his life. It had a magnificent edifice, and stood majestically in the sunset. It was beautiful beyond words, and George was filled with fresh gratitude for the opportunity he had been given, and amazement at such a wonderful sight. It was hard to imagine that only a few days prior, George had no job, and it had seemed no future in Europe. Very carefully, George climbed up the gangway, which dangled left and right, holding tightly onto the rail as he went up. He was met on the deck by some crew members who expressed joy in seeing him. George introduced himself, and one of them led him to the chief mate. After the chief mate read the letter George handed to him, the chief mate called for the head of the lower crew members, who was also known as the bosun. The chief mate asked the bosun to show George his cabin. They went downstairs, and the bosun showed George his cabin and gave him the key to his cabin. Some of the guys went down with George to help bring up his luggage bags. Going up and down the gangway was a little scary for George, but he figured he would get used to it. The ship itself was huge. It was about 65,000 tons in gross weight, and from the aft to the forward was about 150 meters. It was a bulk carrier that had six huge hutches, and the top of the middle was used as a pilot's helicopter landing. George's contract with this shipping company was from February 1990 to February 1991. After George had his luggage bags in place, George met the crew member he was going to replace, who gave him helpful information as to his expected duties. Finally, at about ten in the evening, George was alone in his cabin. The cabin was a self-contained room with a bed, a writing desk, a closet, and a sofa. It had its own toilet and bath, and George felt extremely blessed by God. He fell down prostrate on the floor and began rolling between the bed and the writing desk, thanking God for this great offer. George then got up, took his shower, and went to bed. At dawn, around 5.30 in the morning, George was awakened by the night watch guy who came and knocked at George's door. He told George to get ready for the morning. George quickly changed into his working clothes and headed to the dining area, where all the deckhands and able seamen converged to have their morning coffee. There were four deckhands, including George and four able seamen. George was a little nervous because he did not know what to expect when they got on deck. Breakfast was served at seven o'clock, and George really enjoyed it. You could eat as much food at breakfast as you wanted. At eight o'clock, the day's work began and the crew reported on deck. There were twenty-two crew members on board, including the captain and the crew members, comprised of eleven nationalities. This was George's first time of interacting directly with people from so many nationalities.
George had read a lot about many of those places and found it amazing to be working with many of their citizens. These were the countries that were represented on board.